Welcome back to the Millennial Classics with Burry and Q. On this show, we talk about the best and most memorable movies, music, and culture-changing events from our generation. Burry, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Swartik. How are we doing? <laughs> I'm hanging. I'm hanging. I see the poster in the background. I like how we've been doing this. So there's no guessing games here no more. Yeah. Burry, tell us, why is Hitch a millennial classic? Take us back to the good good old days. Why did when you choose like Why Smith? is it a classic? This is, I wanted to bring us back pre-slap to what people like. <laughs> he can show you the moves. Elbows, six inches from the waist, 90 degree angles. This is home. You see somebody you know, I don't want none of this. Don't bite your lip. Stop biting your lip. None of this. Okay, see, now that's what I need to be learning. In the club with my homies, trying to get a little VI. We're down on the low key. Don't ever do that again. Um, if you, you watch the movie, anyone who's watched the movie knows he practices the slap on on Kevin James in this movie. Yeah, get to get to warmed up a bit. But he's got to uh, get that form just, right. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted people to remember when we could have fun with Will Smith. You know, yeah. we could enjoy it when he was charismatic, when it was Mike Lowry and he was Hitch, and he was just you go to the movies and you would just smile. He'd be funny. You weren't uh, afraid of what him. I want. You know, <laughs> you know he's. Now he's playing like serious roles and shit. Like he's he's doing a slave movie. We don't yeah. want that. We don't want that. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It really is. I don't want to say he's not fun anymore because he did come out with Bad Boys Three recently. Um, but it is a whole lot more serious. And he did kind of make some serious movies in the back. Seven Pounds, Concussion. Pursuit of Happiness, Concussion. So like, um, the serious movies has been sprinkled out, but these days it's a lot more serious. And I mean, like, how serious can you get in this emancipation that's coming up? A hundred percent. But yeah, yeah, no, that's talking about Will Smith. But talk to me about the movie. Why is Hitch a millennial classic, Mabari? What did you remember about it before you rewatched it? Take me so, back to, like, did you watch it in theaters? Take me back to the time. No, I didn't watch it in theaters, but this was, in, ter- in terms of romantic comedies, very few crossover into, like, big box office. Like, everyone's yeah. seen it. You know, like, yep. it's not like, it's not a hit for romantic comedy. It's just a hit in general. Mm-hmm. And this is one of them. Because yes. it had the biggest star at the time, or one of the biggest. Oh, um, hands down. So we had to do, you know, we've been slacking on the romantic comedy section. And and there are some romantic comedies that are millennial classics. And this is one of them. And oh. it has Will Smith. Yep. It's, a, it's actually a funny movie. It still holds up. You know, a lot of comedies, uh, it's a little iffy. Yeah. This one still holds up. And like uh, the, the beauty, th- go ahead. No, keep going, keep going. Yeah, that's all I got to say. I mean, to follow up on what you were about to say about holding up, I was thinking about that the same thing, right? Before watching the movie, can uh, uh, um what what did you remember any specific scenes before the rewatch? I remembered the dancing scene. Yes. Yes, it's a classic. It's a classic. That's scene. what people talked about. Yeah. The dancing scene. Um the Benadryl scene. Yep. It's good. Those are two of that's the like, and the that's like the dancing scene is great comedy, but the Benadryl scene is like Will Smith being super charismatic when he yeah. sees himself for the first time. And he's like, Whoa, <laughs> whoa! Uh, we'll get to the scenes, but no, I I, I did want to ask because um, 
with comedy specifically, it is very difficult to, I don't want to say it's very difficult to hold up because, you know, comedy is supposed to be making fun of the edgy stuff. This movie is not edgy at all. This movie is so good. It's so, um, it holds up so well. And it is talking about a situation that is dating. That is like the, and I'm just saying like pre me too, this is a great movie. Post me too, this is a fantastic movie. Like everything it, it, is above, everything's above board. It's so fantastic. You, like I, you can watch it with the family. There's no, it's a it's great one of those movie. movies where anyone can play any of the characters. Like and, you can literally throw any, any actor in this. It's like, it's not specific. It's like, it's just a, like a boilerplate white bread. Like you can throw anything on that sandwich at all. So it literally is like, this movie's good because of Will Smith. It's good because of Eva Mendez. It's good because yes. of Kevin James. Yeah. Because, because it's just a, like a blank canvas. Like if you threw Adam Sandler as Hitch, it would be weird. Barely. Right? Yeah, no. If you, you, you threw Steve Carell, if you threw Tom Cruise. No, don't, 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 don't go with all of them because I have, I, I have exciting remakes. Or recasts. Recasts, not remakes. Okay. Um, but my point uh, being, it's like this is all based on like the charisma yes, and yeah. of the actors and actresses involved. And it, that's why it holds up. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the the cast they do a fantastic job, and we'll get into that. This movie dropped in February eleventh of two thousand and five. So jump with me, ladies and gentlemen, in the millennial time machine, and let me tell you what was goings on at the time. Um, Will Smith is such a smart man. I don't know if this is just serendipity. If this just happened, obviously they planned it to come out of February eleventh because this was indeed a Valentine's Day movie. Um, it did big things. I, I don't know. I did. I looked at. I was looking up multiple lists, but. Um, it's one of the top Valentine movies of all time. It did fantastic in the box office. Mulberry will tell you the numbers when we get there. Um, the number one song at the time, perfectly with this, was Let Me Love You by Mario. Uh, the film Crash won the Academy Award that year for Best Picture. Where, If you were watching this video, you were probably watching, watching it on YouTube. And that YouTube was founded February 14th, uh, three days later. Um, after this movie dropped, for YouTube was founded. The game. Oh, so this is this is. I want to talk about the culture of the time, right? Because when I when I was clicking on Hitch, what I remembered, what I was thinking about is, holy shit, this might not be good. Like per like the Me Too movement, like post because of all the like. I remember it as like this is how you pick up woman. This is how you get with the lady, right? So a no. big part of the um, mid to late two thousands was this pickup artistry stuff. The Game by Neil Strauss is a pick up, is a book about pickup artists. Um, it dropped that year. Two years later, 2007, there was a TV show about this whole pickup artistry based on the principles from the book. Um, and this, it blew up. It blew up. It was everywhere. How to get girls, the pickup artistry, the game, how you do, like all of these things, the negging, all of this. And I found out about your boy, Andrew Tate. Uh, he's like, this is, this is, Mumbury? Oh, yes. Yeah. So um, looking up this stuff, like this is like the seedlings of Andrew Tate. This is like the beginnings of this pickup artistry, like crazy um, red pill um, world. Um, the Internet's going crazy about that stuff. It really did start around like the early to mid of the 2000s. Maybe it was around before that, because but with the Internet, it really, really blew up. Uh, and the hitch is. is so. I, like I keep saying it's above board, but you watch this movie and it's 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 good. 
like the pickup artist douchebag in this movie, um, Bobby Vance or whatever his name is. He's the asshole of this of this movie, and he is everything those pickup artists talk about, right? Like, anyways, um, so that was happening during the time of this movie. All right, yeah. So this movie was. Yep. We talked about it earlier. It was a box office hit, right? Budget was fifty-five to seventy million dollars. Okay. It made three hundred and seventy-one. So this was when <sighs> Will was just churning out the hits. Hot it was just coming. We'll talk about his his IMDb in a bit, but this was like right in his in his streak of hundred million dollar movies. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes sixty-nine percent, Metacritic fifty-eight percent. Honestly, pretty good for big box office romantic comedies. Say like those ratings tough. again. Say those ratings again. Sixty-nine percent for Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So solid. Okay. Solid okay. movie. Most people liked it. Most critics liked it. Directed by Andrew Tennant, who pretty much directs rom-coms. Uh, he did Fool's Gold, the Matthew McConaughey one, and yeah. Bounty Hunter with Jennifer Aniston and uh, our guy, Jared Butler. There you go. I like that. I like that. So it starred Will Smith. This is his, this is his run-up. iRobot. He did Shark iRobot, Hitch, Pursuit of Happiness. I am legend. Ooh. Like that was the run. So I am, that's a great fucking run. I mean, right. like, like I mean, there's movie stars, like they are they are stars, they're Hollywood stars that just had those four to five movies yeah, that would be set legend. forever. That's just in like that's just in the mid right. of his career. This is Will Smith. Those are like is four original movie. movies because before that he'd just done Bad Boys Two was right before this. Men in Black Two was right before that. So this was like his branching out from yeah. yeah his franchises. Uh, Eva Mendez has like literally not stopped acting in like 2014, but she was in this. It's her biggest. This is probably her biggest movie. What are the other huge, ones? I didn't look up her filmography. Um, she's in The Place Beyond the Pines with Ryan Gosling, and okay. um. The other guys, she plays Will Ferrell's wife. Yes, great movie. The other but guys is a great way movie. smaller role than this role. Okay, I mean this one, she's second billing. She's like the, exactly. Um, Kevin James, this isn't his biggest movie because he was literally Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yep, which was a sensation when we were kids. <laughs> it really um, was. The second one was like, trash. <laughs> it literally was a huge hit. He was all over. I mean, that poster with him on the Segway was everywhere. Billboards, everything. Yeah. Um, that was the. I just remember the trailer for that was him trying to slide across the like the floor, and he made it like three feet, and he had to like inch his way past. Like, so this he was Paul Bart. This is like a run where he just started doing mad movies. Yeah. We know him from King of Queens. Yep. Um, which was on like UBC or whatever that bullshit channel was. Ninety-eight to two thousand seven. Yep. Before the CW came, he did. Grown Ups, which is just Adam hanging out with Adam Sandler. Grown Ups 2, Paul Bart 2. So, but it's between this and Paul Blart. But Paul Blart, he's the main character and he was a huge hit. No, Paul Blart is definitely his peak. I mean, yeah. like, and like what I was telling Barry before we started recording is that, yeah, um, Paul Bart might have been his peak, but Kevin James is an actor. He's always around. He is always around and he's like consistent. It's not like, He's absolute trash. Yeah, Paul Bart 2 might have been a bad movie, but Kevin James, I feel like you can always trust him. You can always trust him as an actor. 
He comes in and he gives you what you deserve, and sometimes he gives you a lot more, but you can always trust him as an actor. When I see Yo, Kevin James, I'm ready. Shouts to Here Comes the Boom, because I watched that movie. He yes, the wrestling movie, when he becomes the, a, the, the, MMA, the science teacher. Yes. MMA science teacher. <laughs> Shouts to Here Comes the Boom. This is what I'm talking about. That's what Kevin James is about, right? He can get you to believe a science teacher wrestler. And in this movie, they wrestle quite a bit. I could see it. I could see it. I could see it. So you want to hop right into the scenes? I would love to. I really would love to. So we, you might remember, uh, we uh, shit on some intros in the past, specifically the the great, the Black Knight intro. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this is a great intro. This movie okay. has a good, solid intro. Very good. It's this is one of those intros. They kind of do. I don't know if you've seen Jerry Maguire, but yep. Tom Cruise has a monologue in the beginning of that that kind of explains what he does. And he starts off with like America sets the tone for the world and does all this shit. And it's just like real movie star shit. This is the same thing. Yeah. Will Smith monologuing. There's music in the background. You know, he's he has all these quotes about what he does and you just need the right broom. And it's showing how he works. And it's, just, it's really long. It's like 20, 10, 15 minutes, but yeah. it's needed. It's like the only thing, it's like, Wedding Crashers kind of had the same yes, thing. Yes, I was about to say. I was about where to Where they have like the montage where you kind of see how these guys work and and Hitch has the same thing. And I don't know why don't more movies don't do this because it literally probably cuts out. Like if he if you have to see him do it to like someone in real time in the movie, it would probably take so much longer. But if you, yeah. you already know how he works, so when he meets Kevin James they're able to just do jokes and fuck around and stuff. And it's not like, Oh, what's, how's this work? You're asking all these questions. No, you know how it all works. Exactly. Um, and he does the talk to camera thing, which is cool. Um, it doesn't really, it's like weird because it's like, he talks to camera in the beginning of the movie and it, it never happens. Like, again. Never happens. Yeah. But it's like, do you know this is happening or not? What's going on here? But um, some good quotes. Your job is to just not mess it up. Exactly. Um, it's solid. Exactly. I was just laughing because uh, essentially his advice is just to listen, <laughs> listen to women. <laughs> like that's what it boils down to. <laughs> Imagine paying this dude bad money. And he's just like, yeah, so just listen to her. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the advice. Um, no, but he, the, the thing is, what I think he, he's paying for is just that it's literally he talks about the, the, the first three dates and he has all of these rules and any man has a chance. It's I think you're paying him for helping you sweep the woman off the feet. That first that first situation. Yeah, because pretty much first, with that dog, like getting the dog to come out and then handing it over to him and then him laying in the street in front of the taxi driver like one of the other dates. That's what you're paying him for. Just that one situation. And then listen to the woman is the rest is all of the advice moving. Yeah, forward. with Kevin James, he literally he came up with a date idea for the art show. Yeah. Which like Kevin James would never have thought of and invite the best friend and all that shit. Which is pretty much all that's like the most important thing he does. After that, it's like all Kevin James. Exactly. Exactly Mundo. Exactly Mundo. Um but he does he also he does give Kevin James the confidence to do the, yeah. the board of director thing, but we'll get there. I, I hope if you, if that's one of your scenes. But about the intro, you were one hundred percent right. Just like in Wedding Crashes, you want to see like it's the best. It's 
I don't know, like a montage of describing the person's job or what's happening with this person to give you a history. And I think a lot of rom-coms do this, but they don't do it in the sense of explaining situations. It's always like pictures of the couple in the past or, you know, like their dating history type situation. But this does everything that you needed to do, explains Hitch's job, explains how he does it. So then when you start the actual movie, yeah, it might be 10, 15 minutes long, but when the movie really gets going, you have no questions. You're there for the ride. You're already in, buckled, ready to go. So yes, I agree. Great, great intro on multiple parts, on the fact that yeah. it's actually a good intro and it does a lot for the movie. It does a lot. It carries a lot for the movie. Before we get into the next scene, I just wanted to, Michael Rappaport just shows up for 10 seconds. But <laughs> during that scene, um, the Corona trick thing that he does. Oh, yes. Thing where he goes up to her, where he goes up to her and he's just like two Coronas, baby. Uh, and uh, feel free to put the limes in or whatever. Um I feel like that's one of those things I was just telling, I was talking about it. I was like, it's one of those things. It can go so badly, so quick. Like, yeah. I feel like the step one for that is you have to be in a really, really expensive, bougie spot and you have to be Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, step one and step two. Because like, if you tried that in like Baltimore, I feel like the person would just turn around and take your money. A hundred percent. I literally have in my notes, the bartender assumption is a clean move in a movie, in a movie. <laughs> In if a movie, in nah, real nah. life, this doesn't work. Like, like the, I don't know because remember, I don't know. First of all, you must be crazy, right? Because bartenders don't just be hanging around, just talking to people with nothing to do, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I just feel like the situation in a movie it makes no sense. So it honestly it makes you look like an idiot. Um, but the thing about rom coms, a lot of it is fucking idiotic, right? But yeah. Credit to this movie. Every man watching this movie was like, if I could do that once in my life, God <laughs> damn, Will Smith is smooth as fuck. My God, like it's the smoothest in a movie. It's the smoothest thing you could do, but it, it, it would never work in real life. The Kevin James intro is my next scene. Yep. Yeah. He meets um, Kevin James. Oh, this poor bastard. Did you just, did you just skip over his flashback? What did you think yeah, about the flashback? But, Tell what did you think about the flashback? Please. I wrote say, down this is the last time Will Smith can pretend to be in fucking Paris. He's <laughs> <laughs> 40 years old. That is goddamn like the 40 pretending to be in college. Um, I do have to say, there's this literally like Will Smith is such a fucking good actor. Just literally, just that's that first scene when he meets the chick, right? And he's like this nervous. The thing is, Will Smith can't look ugly, right? You, no one wants to, you can't believe that Will Smith is not good looking. But that nervous interaction when he first meets her, he puts his hands up and he's stuttering. He's such a good actor. He's such yeah. a good actor. I, the, the entire scene, I think, is ridiculous. Um, and so it's hard ridiculous. to believe. It's hard to believe. But. And that's he, something you get over, like, in a month. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> if this dude is still giving a shit about that, if he's basing entire life over that, he just needs a therapist. I literally yeah, no, wrote at the top. Will needs a therapist. He he might. Um, but the, the only thing, like maybe you don't know, is they maybe they met like his freshman year and they dated till his junior year or some shit. Because that is a big deal. That would be a big deal if you dated for three years and you found her hooking up with some random dude. No, but I, I got it that she he just was like super committed and she wasn't, and then he she broke up and he was still like following her and being like, "I love you still." A crazy I love you still. person. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I know that they they skipped it pretty quickly because 
yeah, it's not the greatest part of the movie, but I did want to talk about that that original scene, just the his nervousness, his like happiness to see her, his it, it was I think Will Smith's a fantastic actor. Uh meeting Albert Brenneman. Go ahead, talk. Yeah. To um, I love Kevin James coming through. I'm desperate. Um, he's just really funny. Uh but I, when I'm watching this and I'm like, if as soon as he says Allegra Cole, I'd be like, dude, like <laughs> stay in your goddamn lane, bro. Stay in your goddamn lane, bro. There's some shit you shouldn't you shouldn't even utter, you know? Like you shouldn't put out in the world. It's like, oh, I want to play for the fucking um Dallas Cowboys. No. Word. I don't care who I don't I don't care who you know. I don't care who what doctor you got, bro. You're not gonna do it. Like oh, I want to date fucking Rihanna. No, you're not. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um the thing this movie does a lot. Just the little details is what I really like. There's a picture like Will Smith has a folder of Kevin James that he's looking at before he walks up to Kevin uh, Albert, and he that that just that picture. If you if you watch the movie, there's not a lot of internet use. Everyone's using a landline outside of the time when um, Will Smith uses the walkie-talkie, which is another dope move. Um, but it's like the kind of picture you expect that man to make in 2000, take in 2005. Super close to his face. It's crazy. The dude looks like a nerd. It for, for the folks that are going to go watch this movie, just do me a favor and count how many times Kevin James spilled something. Within the first three minutes of meeting Kevin James, he spills three things. In his office, he spills the coffee. He comes out to the steps when Will Smith is watching him. He spills, uh, he puts the stain on his uh, shirt with one of the mustard or something. He pours the Pepsi to clean. Who uses Pepsi to clean mustard? I don't know. This dude is fucking ridiculous. He uses the Pepsi and then spills the Pepsi. Watch this movie. He spills everything all the time, which makes me feel like he's just the biggest klutz clumsy motherfucker in the world but i think they take it to a, a, an extreme but this intro of him is fantastic this intro of him is good um uh, when, when you were talking about him saying that he's desperate this is the part of the romantic comedy that i appreciate right sometimes you watch romantic comedies and it's like you know it's like uh it's hard to believe that this person yeah i know him going for allegra cole is insane right but not even who he's going for. I don't care who he's going for yet. I'm just talking about Kevin James. I believe this dude is desperate, and I want him to succeed. Like, he's believable, yeah. and he's a nice guy. So it's like, I really appreciate the intro of Kevin James, Albert Brenneman. My next scene, which is one of the best scenes, yep. is the shock and awe scene ah. with Albert Brenneman at the boardroom. Yeah. Um, I quit the inhaler <laughs> This movie takes inhalers back like five years, by the way. Um, and then they fucking have like a wrestling contest in his office, and he's like, let it marinate, let it marinate. Yes. Um, and then Will Smith puts the pen in his pocket, which is amazing. Amazing. How did she not see a, a black man's hand just slide up on him? And I don't know how she didn't hear him talking behind the fucking door. Exactly. But it's one of those movie things. But it's just exactly. a great scene. Um when he goes back there and tries to get his job back, I mean, people, everyone's done some shit where it's like you say some shit, you hate that cool <laughs> time, and then you just immediately regret it. And you're like, "Can I go back?" And you know you can't. Uh. Um, uh, again, the thing I like about this movie is are is the little things, right? Before he goes in, he's like prepping in the bathroom. I gotta do this. I gotta shock and awe. What's the thing? I gotta shock and awe. I gotta shock and awe. 
Um, again, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to continue to pull, um, uh, make you aware of this. Again, he spilled something on his pants. He has to take off his pants to try to clean it in the bathroom. Um, the perfect thing is he's on the phone. He's thinking about what he's going to say. And he walks out without pants. That's a Kevin James thing to do. That's an Albert Brenneman thing to do, right? He's just goofy and silly and clumsy. He comes running back in to put his pants in. When he's in there, like, do you think that this is real? Do you think that these kind of rich folks are legitimately asking people like accountants what they can do with their money? Yeah. I think I if you're like, like. So then how are these people losing all their money 24-7? Like if not. they. They're not. You don't think so? Like, like her? Unless it's getting stolen. Like all this shit is just like taken care of for her. Okay. Okay. So But, but I don't I, believe that if she's that old, she I don't believe that it she would have to ask to yeah. like if she's loaded like that, she wouldn't have to ask for five hundred K. Yeah. She probably um, has that somewhere. Exactly. And that's what I was saying. But like I thought that was wild because like if it is real, that is insane. Like if I had to ask someone to use my own fucking money, go fuck yourself. But like, what it what it would be is the I think she would ask and they would vet the company though. They would mm. like look through the books, make sure it's like legit before. Mm. Exactly. Make sure you're that- not fucking hiring child soldiers and whatever, <laughs> make your, whatever, before you put, I think like they would do due diligence. Like that's what that meeting would be for, but it wouldn't yeah. be like, ah, nah, nah, yeah. we're not going to do it. Okay. And continuing on with this scene. Oh goodness. Right. Of course, Will Smith is the most charismatic person, but um, the Will Smith is Michelangelo. Uh, Kevin James is the Sistine Chapel. That's a, ex- a perfect explanation of the two of them, right? And they do it right. in the movie. This scene is Kevin James being a fuck, like getting, like, you know, getting his nut off, right? When he's yelling, he's like, "I don't think you have to do this. You should do whatever you want." And then the the head was like, "What's it called?" What he says, "That's not right." He's like, "You know what? I quit." It's the greatest thing in the world. It's the greatest thing in the world. The wrestling match, once they get into it, I don't think is necessary. It's insane. It's insane. No, it's someone that's freaking out about losing their job. That's the funniest <laughs> part for me. Um, um, but I do right. love it. Next scene. This is just one of the bad scenes. I feel like Will and Eva Mendes meet for the first time. Oh, yeah? Their combo is so meta and, like, unrealistic and movie when they're like, what would a girl do if when he comes in, pretends to be the husband, and then it's oh, like they're, they're, they're having that whole convo that's like super meta and it's super like, well, what would she do if she had like something plastered on her forehead and all, well, she would do this and you would do that. And I was like, who, what is this? What it's am I watching? Yeah, it's, <laughs> no, it, it, it's way too much. And like um, when, when I was saying about the bartender scene earlier, it's like super smooth. It's it's not believable. It's but it's super smooth and it's great in a movie. Yeah, it looks this is great like in a movie. this. Yeah, this takes me out of the movie. This is like uh, this is ridiculous. Who who would have this conversation? I mean, this is an insane conversation. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I it just it's nice to see, sure. But um, it did the scene didn't need yeah, to. Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up. And then the other one, I just wanted to bring up. It's not really a hit a big scene, but when Will meets the Wall Street city boy guy. Um, oh, for yeah. dinner and uh, for lunch or whatever and he goes like i just want to get in get off get out and uh he was like look man i need professional help and he's like yeah <laughs> that's for damn sure uh, i like that i like the little twist exactly i and, i uh, also i also like when he says uh my clients actually like women 
And then the other guy was just like, let me tell you something, Rabbi. I don't understand that. I don't know if that's a thing people say. Yeah. The dude, <laughs> just, he's so good at looking like being a complete dickhead. Right? 12 turns. Like he pretends to be good. And like that, he does a great job of like, oh, I can see how she would fall for this. Except not, because he still seems like a dick, even when he's trying to be nice. He's like such an asshole. He's so yeah. conceited. Such an asshole. Walkie-talkie scene? The only thing that made, made me... Cr- I was like, what range are those walkie-talkies? Like, where is he walking around at? <laughs> the building's high up. Like, he would have to be, like, in the building, too. Yes. Yes. Um, the It is a little ridiculous. Uh it, it, it's a great idea and it's like inventive like that's the thing with these movies it has to be like cute and inventive or whatever to be like a movie worthy but like a phone call would have done the same thing oh 100 percent the thing with uh, what i was thinking about this is i was thinking the same thing like this will smith does a lot for this first date right this i feel like would have been a lot cuter a lot cooler a lot more appropriate if it's like the 10th date but the first date it's just a lot i mean you have to look up where she works you have to make sure that you know the size of her clothing you like you the walkie-talkie distance range like you actually have to be steaming outside her job if you're going to be walking it's like there's a lot that you know if you think about the details of the situation <laughs> might be a little creepy <laughs> um if you actually wanted to pull this off but you're right. In the movie, you don't need to talk about the details. It's very, it, it looks lovely. It seems lovely. The next good scene is the jet ski. Yeah. The kick in the face <laughs> scene. Both of those. And then up until Ellis Island. Yes. Which is so crazy for, I feel like for a first date, it's so on Pluto. It's so crazy. Again, that's what yeah. I said. Yeah. It, what about coffee or some shit? Like it's, it's, it's so crazy. But the the only thing that makes it better is the twist at the end that her family was like her family member was literally uh, the butcher of Cadiz, <laughs> mass murderer or whatever. That's the best part. That's the only thing that redeems it. Because other than that, it would be like this is so insane to to it's, go to. Yeah, no, being like, in the cold ass river. I said that it, dirty. It's in my notes. Jet skiing on the uh, in the Hudson. At 7 a.m. in the morning. Remember that. It's 7 a.m. in the morning, Maburi. Right. Like, I'm I don't care. To, Go ahead. I'm guessing you have to get in before Ellis Island opens, which is a whole thing. That's why oh, they're so shit. early. Okay. Yeah, but, makes sense. But it's just, it's too much. Way too Even much. Even on a third date or whatever, that'd be crazy. It's so, it's like, it's so much. It's like, what happens? I mean, it's 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 too much. Um, I love when he kicks her in the face. If you watch the scene carefully, after he kicks her in the face, he doesn't know what to do. So the way he jumps off of the jet ski, it makes him like it's just it's a really it's a it's a no, it's scene. good. And when he kicks her, he's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, when he when they find out when you find out that um her great great grandfather was this butcher, um. The way she cries is hilarious. Like you could see his face, his reaction to like the way she's crying is it's beautiful. It's amazing. It's amazing. My next scene when the first day with Allegra, when yes. he goes, uh, you are in an iceberg. <laughs> and, and he's like, Yeah, I know I'm big. I know I'm big. <laughs> I just I'm talking about guy. your emotions, guy. Come on. <laughs> uh 
when he meets the friends and he's like disgusting disgusting um you actually uh, that's the first scene where you're like all right maybe this dude's pretty pretty chill he's yes yeah, real chill and and um, what he and what kevin james asks he asks did you know about the Kev- the new york jets new stadium so yeah, like first of all it's like Exactly. It's a very New York thing to ask. It sounds like a Kevin James thing to ask. And the way he comes back at the guy, let me guess, disgusting. <laughs> it's beautiful. Great scene. Great scene. The dancing is the one thing I'm not worried about. And then this is the key dancing scene. Don't you bite your lip. We'll talk about <laughs> the dancing scene. Yeah. But the don't you bite your lip is crazy. Mad good. The the shuffle always kills me when he does a shuffle back. Amazing. Yeah. And he's just looking at him. It's just like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I'm like, get the fuck. Uh, before we get to the dancing scene, uh, I'm going to bring, bring you back, ladies and gentlemen. Bring you back. When they're on the phone setting up the day, right? R- just think about that scene, how many things he spills. He spills the, the spinner with the apples on it. He spills his flower pot and breaks it all over the place where, where he ends up falling on the floor. This dude is a spilling machine. He's when a he god. Goes, I on the phone, it was like, stop, stop, stop. stop. And he's like, nah, I got this. I got this. I got this. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? That's the thing about Kevin, about Albert. When he thinks he gets into the zone, he's in the zone. He puts his hand up like this. I got it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but in the, beginning, um, in the beginning of that scene, when he's like, tell her I'm at lunch. Well, was like, we called her to tell her you're at lunch. It's just, it's a very, very, very good scene. Um, at, the, at the, what's it called? When he meets Maggie for the first time holds the lady's hands and he's like very soft hands and then actually shakes Maggie's hand and he's like, oh, you have soft hands too. Again, another Kevin James thing to do. Yeah. Very good scene. Very good scene. But the, the star aspect of that scene and this is a thing that Hitch does well, right? They do the explaining and the, um, what's it called? The date at the same time. So you don't mm-hmm. have to go back and forth, right? You don't right. have to do all of the explaining and then all of the date. Um, and they do it so well. Uh, it the editing just, in this movie is really good. Yeah, and it meshes super well. And then just the song choice when they're doing the dance scene. This was a 2005 banger. It was an early 2000s banger. Usher, yeah. yeah. And then they start the dancing. It's epic. Mumbury, it's a great fucking scene. Great fucking scene. The next thing I have is the fish market. Yeah. The drill <laughs> scene. The fish yeah. market, the questions. The, he's uncomfortable. And then he's like, that's the psych- psychology shit. And then he's like, nah, nah, I think you're just allergic. Why wouldn't you ask? Like, I guess because he's, he's nervous. But I feel yeah. like it's perfectly normal for most, especially nice restaurants like that. The first thing they ask is if you're allergic to anything. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you don't just hand out samples so people could have an anaphylactic experience um, situation in your goddamn restaurant. Um, it, it is a little much. Uh, the The taking, I think, on, on your second date, taking your date to meet your boss and her wife is a crazy move. I think it's because they, they're trying to figure out how he knows. Yeah. Albert I mean, I can be a source. Um, which definitely does make sense. But I'm just like your boss on the sec. It's just craziness. I think that's just. But that's it's also so weird to be like. If you're seeing the dude and you like him, why would you want him to be your source? Exactly. And it, even if, if if it is your only source, I know they try to build up the fact that um, even Mendes is this like workaholic. If he is your source, why wouldn't you just ask him? 
I mean, like, yeah. what's what's the difficulty in asking? Taking him in, on a date with your boss and then just dropping it on him seems like the wildest version of trying yeah. to get the information. Nothing makes sense. Yeah. This whole movie, she just doesn't ask any questions and then gets so mad. The Benadryl scene, tossing the inhaler for the kiss, just oh. a small mini scene. Hilarious. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Very good. And um, then it skips. The movie does slow down towards the, the second, the like the back half of it, until the very end. It really slows down because they have to like set everything up. I, and it, you know, like every part of like rom coms do this a lot, where it's like everything goes bad, and then they have to make it up at the very end. It's like every rom com. Yeah. So, and so that part's always the slowest. Yeah. But, it's hard uh, to get over, and I literally have in my notes once Eva Mendes like figures out who Hitch is. And like they have to get serious and they have to break up. It's like, okay, it's just boring because there's no comedy. It's such a clear misunderstanding. No one asks any questions. She never asks him any questions. She just yells at him. And it's like, you're you're a writer. Like you can't come up with one question. You're a gossip novelist. You can't come up with one question. One single question to clarify anything in this situation. Anything. Um, The shit uh, hits the fan. When Hitch gets exposed. That's my next big scene. I, li- I really okay. like it a lot. Um, before we get to the shit hits the fan, um, that Benadryl scene, I know you said it early in, this, in the movie, but that's like, that's like crystallized Will Smith charisma. I mean, he looks like shit. He's yelling in the store. He's dropping everything. I mean, if you, he, he takes a sip of the Benadryl and he screams, come on. And it's yeah. beautiful. It's, yeah. it's just, it's just beautiful. And then like the, end of the walk when he's sipping on it just like i didn't think that they had the greatest chemistry um even mendez and will smith but that scene where he's they're walking home and he's drinking out of the juice box or the benadryl um coughs her before coughs her became a thing uh it was it was that's when i saw the chemistry click that's when i saw them get together and you could tell that um even mendez she can't stop working Every, like she's just trying to get information out of him she's not even trying to take care of this guy i mean yeah, she so is unethical. Exactly. She's shit, really? <laughs> she's she's a gossip caller. She's got to get nah, it. She's terrible. You have to draw lines. Ooh, if they get married, she's, she's still going to be pumping for information. <laughs> Listen, she's got to do what she's got to do. I, I do like that scene. Uh, she opened up a little bit about her sister at her apartment. So you saw it build a little. You saw it build. The end of the movie where he like, I'm in love with you. I didn't see it. I don't believe it. I, I'm like, I think they made a few humongous steps. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't believe the love, but I can understand the attraction. I think they made a good couple. Um, they blow up scene. Go ahead, talk to me. Well, the only thing before this is before the shit hits the fan, they run, they run like a mini sting operation where they catch him with photos with the dude. Yeah, what I don't get is like it makes no sense because he very clearly in the beginning of the movie is like I take referrals only. And then he does research. Clearly, you see the folder he has on Brennerman. Uh, yeah. So, like, why would he just meet up with him without knowing anything about this dude? Yeah. Without knowing who referred him. I mean, the first thing you do when you refer someone is you'd be like, you'll go to Albert and you'd be like, right, who is he to you? Yeah. And like, how do you know him? And like, all this stuff. He, he does none of that. He has no clue who he is. He doesn't. I mean, the first thing you do, if you, if you, if you've heard about him, you Google him and be like, oh, this guy works for the newspaper. The same newspaper that I sent the fucking walkie-talkie to. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. the whole point of referrals-only business is you don't get in situations like this. Exactly. So they're both really not, you know, on top of their game 
for uh, both. No, I feel like that was just what the the movie had to do to make it just doesn't make sense because yeah. Um, but when the shit hits the fan and Hitch gets exposed, and people are like, "Does this did this man help you? Did this man help you?" It's like, "Yes, he laid a Tony." Uh, <laughs> Beautiful scene, great. Scene. And then that goes right into the speed dating scene yeah. at Tao. Both of those are just great. The one the woman screaming, yelling, "I have yep, yeah." Everything's great. That scene has the, the the misunderstanding that like every rom com has, where it's like, if they had just said one sentence, half an hour in the movie ago it would have just cleared it all up oh. but they're both yelling about two different things and it's just like all right work cool <laughs> yeah it, it is a great way to make this the whole thing blow up i know you mentioned real quick about the throwing the inhaler but i also wanted to talk about before he throws the inhaler before kevin kisses allegra um the the kissing scene between will smith and kevin. Uh, that's what i didn't write down you go 90 i i go 10 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 I also appreciate that. Right. It's just it's just building everything up to for the actual kiss scene with Allegra. So all of it makes sense. It's great scene. Great scene. But when the things are like he's getting exposed, that Tony scene that just that quick. See you later, Tony. It's beautiful. Who can mm-hmm. do that? Who can pull that off outside of Will Smith? He's yeah. so good. He's so fucking good. Right. Um, the Ooh. argument, the argument at the speed dating. If you're the guy that is supposed to be sitting in Will Smith's chair and you're just standing over him, like, do you just like, like it's just such an awkward yeah. situation for everybody, for everybody, for everybody. Go ahead. What's next? Will, honestly, this is one of my favorite scenes when Will meets with Allegra on the boat and they're talking about like, like about Kevin James. And like, even before this, when Kevin James has a convo with Will, you, the cool thing about this is it's not like it's not like a business deal for him. He's generally friends with all the people he works with. Yes. And they like hanging out with him and he likes hanging out with them. And he's like, oh, do you want to grab something to eat? Uh, so when he meets with Allegra and he's like, nah, I didn't do any of that shit. He really brought the inhaler. He tossed it. All that shit he spilled. And he did the bullshit dancing. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that's just great. Um, I feel like a lot. It's like it's like. A lot of these rom-coms, they kind of try to shove a lesson in there. Um, and then this kind of rounds that out. And and then when he when she hugs him and then Albert shows up. And, <laughs> it's and like, this is your plan? <laughs> Amazing. Honestly, great. That's one of the funnier parts of the movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's my last really good scene until like the end credits winning. Yeah, um, I agree with you. Um, the Eva Mendes, Will Smith stuff is just, you have to have it because you have to have it, but it's it just, it's too much for me. It's too much. I, I actually did not like it. Uh, spoiler, it is my worst scene. It's not yeah. because, yeah, it's just it's just my worst scene because- It makes no sense. It makes no sense. You drive it's down the street. Come on, you're jumping on the car. There. Come on, come on, come on, stop it. The random dude doesn't say a single word. What the fuck is going on? Help me out here. Like, who um, is he? <laughs> for real. Been a week. Who is he? Her, him going to talk to Allegra. You like when he's like, uh, he's like, did you really have him spill the mustard? Did you really have him dance like a crazy person? How did you know that I forgot my inhaler when I was in kindergarten? And he's like, hell no, that was me. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the best part. He's like, hell no, that wasn't me. That was all Kevin. That was all Kevin. Um, it's just, it, it is really good. And it's nice. And like you say, like you said, right? Like you could have been like, 
They could have just like shoved it down your throat. Like you've got to be yourself. You got to just do your best thing. But they, that's like, they say it without saying it. And it, it works so well. It works so well in this movie, right? Like they're not trying to shove any lessons down your throat. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, great. And then the wedding scene, just the dancing at the end. The end credit scene, yeah, with the wedding. He sets up the the sister, the friend, yes. the best friend. Exactly. With the, and then the song, I mean, the songs in this movie are just great. It's great the, soundtrack. The, it's in the, my the end notes. Scene. And then he does like the basic principles. There are none at the camera. And then the movie ends. Just great. Very good. Great ending. Everyone's happy. No one's mad. The, the the best friend gets to get on the date. It's just still doing the setup. It's Allegra and uh, Albert are getting married. Can't have a better uh, it's like ending. A fun, this is a like, classic fun movie where like you exactly. leave and you're like happy. Exactly. You leave happy. You don't, maybe you didn't believe everything in the movie, but it's chill. It's a good time. It's funny. It's light. Everything. Um. So I do have my best scene as the dancing scene. Um, pre-Allegra's yeah. first date. It, basically, that entire situation. I thought it was fantastic. I, I think they just, they did really, really, really good. Yeah. Uh, I know we touched upon the cast in the beginning. Is there any, uh, like, I think MVP, LVP? Do you have anything to say? Allegra was okay. She, I mean, there's no real LVPs. I think everyone did at least a basic good job. Yeah. Um, MVP. I think Will Smith carries a lot of the movie, so it has to be him. But Kevin James is really good too. I I have Kevin James as my like secret MVP. Um, it's hard to pick against Will Smith because he's just so charismatic. You guys heard me like pr- uh, raving over how he's acting throughout the entire movie. But just Kevin James makes the movie because like like. Will Smith does everything you expect. He does even a, a little bit more, right? And he's just so charismatic and you love him in this movie. But if he didn't have that partner to carry along, if he didn't have Kevin James to do the funny bits, to do all of the spilling, to do all of the craziness, it would it, it would just be like focus without the comedy, right? It, this movie needs Kevin James to be as funny as it is. And he does such a good job. He does such a right. good job in this movie. I really did like him and like, I think, yeah, you could have had a lot of people in there instead of Kevin James, but I still have him as my MVP because he most of my laughs came from him. And then I just, so that's it for the scenes. I have just one person that I think could have also done it instead of Will Smith. And then I have like, I have a remake idea. And then okay. that's it for me. What about you? Um, the only thing I want to say, there's just one quotable when um, Eva Mendes and Will Smith are fighting um, uh, in his house when they're having that dinner. Uh, I, I don't know at the end, I don't know how this came up, but he, he the, the, the one joke he makes, he says, why don't you just get a cleaver butcher? <laughs> I love that joke. Yeah, yeah. That was cold. That <laughs> oh, yeah, was so cold. So cold. It was uh, fantastic. It was fantastic. I love that. I was like, damn, he got you. <laughs> and then she just yeah. walks out. Uh, go ahead. You tell me, walk me through all of this. Um, I think honestly, the one other person I think that could have done this role is Robert Downey Jr. He's not tall, Ooh. which is the only thing, but I think he has the charisma to carry this movie too and do the monologue. And I haven't really seen him in a rom-com, but to be fair, you haven't really seen Will Smith in a rom-com too but before this movie. Yeah. But I think Downey has that thing where it's like, you've seen him at Iron Man, you've seen him do the billionaire playboy thing. 
I think he could, you could see him being like a wealthy consultant talking to guys. Who else? I think, honestly, I think that's the only, maybe, hmm. No, I mean, they did do this movie with Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling. And I think they, I think that pair did a really good job as well. Ryan Gosling being the smooth talker, Steve Carell being the the guy that needs all the help. Um, They did pretty well together too. I forget the name of that movie, but I did really like it. I don't know if it's a millennial classic though. Um, For my week. Crazy Stupid Love or something crazy. Yeah. Something like that. that. Um, um, uh, Before you talk about your remake for my recast. Uh, a 2022 version. I have Ryan Reynolds and Pete Davidson. No. You can't see it? You don't think no, Ryan Reynolds can carry the charisma? Because in real life, Pete Davidson gets with, like, supermodels. Exactly. So what, but so he's what's also, what? like... But, I mean, uh, what do you mean, so what? But, like, it's a movie, and you're supposed to think no, about it. No, but you're supposed to believe... It'd be like, it'd be like, what if Kevin James was the was the consultant and Will Smith was the guy trying to trying to find a woman? You'd be like, what movie is this? Yeah, right. No, I, 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 so I if Pete you. Davidson's the dude who's trying to get with people, and you're like, but I know in real life this dude is always dating someone famous. Um, sure, but it's a movie, and they're supposed no, to be actors, you, right? The movie starts to have context to him. You can't just <laughs> throw anyone in there. Let's agree, let's agree to disagree because when I look at a man that looks like Pete Davidson, I think he needs a coach. Right? If he wasn't <laughs> famous, I would agree with you. But yes. because everyone knows who he is and who he dates in real life, you'd be like, why don't it, it would I don't be hard it, to take him out of the movie. No, I get yeah. you. I get you. But I feel like that's in like our social media heavy. No, I, I don't like, think so. But yeah, yeah, okay. But okay, talk to me about the recast. I mean, the remake. I actually, I'm not even a remake. It was just a sequel. I think Hitch Two could very easily happen, but instead of men, you do women this time. Okay. Like he's done with setting up women, men. He does women now. And then he he it's the same type of thing. Uh, maybe Eva Mendez helps, right? And um, the, you change cities. You maybe okay. go L.A. or London, and and now it's setting up women, and then you meet one woman that's like beyond help, and he has to get her with us with the guy. Um, I want to believe it. I want to believe it, but like it has to be like the. Maybe it has to be a situation where it's like a real, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't see it entirely because the dynamics are different. Like women are getting picked up. That's the thing. That's the issue. What are you going to be doing for a woman that she needs help with? Is she just like dating toxic like dudes all day? Like she's like obsessed no, with she an wants old someone specific. Oh, okay. That's just like Allegra Cole. Just like the Allegra Cole person. I mean, if Kevin James really wanted to, he could, I feel like he could find a he could date some like a librarian somewhere and be fine, right? No, I think you're right. Yeah, looking for a very specific person that she can't get a hold of. Okay, be like if, you, if there's a woman that wanted to get with Ryan Gosling, who's like a makes uh, sense. Okay, I uh, see what you mean. running for mayor or whatever, or yeah. like someone super high up, right? That's definitely I mean, doable. A hitch too. Do you think you could you'd be able to get uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith out of your mind when he, Will Smith's the coach of this movie? <laughs> See, that's the thing. I think this this movie should have been made in two thousand like ten. That's the thing. The remake. When, when remake like Hitch two should have been made in like two thousand ten when people were didn't know, know about Will his tag. It's like, yeah. dude, you're like you're like I know you're fifty. You still you're still doing this thing, <laughs> like, <laughs> right? You're still running the business at fifty. It's kind of weird, but exactly. 
exactly. Um, any final thoughts, Mabari? Uh, no, no, that's about uh, it. I have, I have, uh, the soundtrack was fantastic. I know you mentioned that earlier. Um, I, I have here the Kevin James is a 2005 version of Pete Davidson. You don't believe me that you don't, you no. don't, you don't agree. No, no, but like the thing is, I think people Pete Davidson, also women think Pete Davidson's hot, men don't, but women really like him, so it doesn't really make sense. I, I guess it's not that I don't think he's good looking because, like, sure, he might be good looking. looking, yeah, he's just really out there, like, he's really out there, you know, he's not. He's not conventional. Good for him, but he's just like the dude looks sick. You know, he looks like he's he on said drugs. Adam Driver. Adam Driver would be sick. And see, that's yeah. Okay, I can do that. Adam Driver. You can see Adam Driver being a weirdo. Like he could exactly. play weirdo really well. But then he could also turn it up. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, I wanted to ask you. I I I compared this movie to Focus earlier. Which do you think is the better Will Smith movie? Focus or Hitch? Well, Focus is like half a movie. If Focus didn't have that back half where he has to go to Formula One and Argentina and chase Tracer, if it ended right at the Super Bowl, when he does that, the, the sickest grift of all time, gets all the money, and then if they had figured out how to end the movie there, that would have been a sick movie. But then they have another hour of them in Argentina chasing the woman and getting shot and doing a, like another con. And so it's like, then it's just weird. This it's is a way much. better complete movie like a package yep focus is the only other time in recent memory where he's like playing that charismatic dude besides you know bad boys he's like a cop or whatever but focus he's doing the charisma you know if there's a romance or whatever bad boys like other than that he's just yeah playing well um focus he's just the like you said the charisma is fantastic and focus but focus is that first half of the movie is is like like you, when you first watching that movie, that first half, it's like this is a ten out of ten. Like this yeah, is Will Rollins. Smith is fucking back. This is Will Smith. Yeah. This is him. And then the ending, it just, it's wild. But if they were to end it there, my brother, it would be like a fifty-five minute movie. It'd be like an hour. No, I know. I'm saying you have to make it so that that's the climax and the ending. Oh, I see what you mean. So you okay. have like her and that whole relationship thing has to end, start, and come back, and then like. You have to round it off and you have to make that the full movie. Going to Argentina and getting shot. Like, it's too much. It's insane. It's insanity. Um, but I do agree with you. I do agree with you. I just, I just in my head watching this movie, I'm like, this reminds me a lot of focus. I can see why he did focus in the future after doing this movie. Um, a lot of similarities. Uh, but this is probably is the better movie. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a, a the millennial classics, uh, the review analysis of Hitch. Please uh, go watch it. Uh, I don't care if it's Valentine's Day or not. If you're looking for a quick laugh, if you're looking for a nice rom-com to sit with the ladies, this is is the movie. This is the one for you. And this is Will Smith pre-slap. Let's see if he can come back from the slap of emancipation. (laughs) Are you going to go see it? Are you going to go see it for it? No. no, no. It's going to be a streamer. You have to. Uh, But uh, it's a slave movie. Yeah. You got your rules. I like your principles. We'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. Deuces.